0: A little bit of business first. October is right around the corner, and you know what that means. All the horror. That's right. It's that month when we do special horror-themed content with other podcasters. This year, we're hosting a special live stream event on October 16th. So be sure to keep an eye on our social media for more information. Or better yet, subscribe to our YouTube channel and smash that notification bell, as the kids say. And we'll also be making a special appearance on Fellowship of the Geeks, talking about two delightfully cheesy Halloween specials of yore, The Halloween That Almost Wasn't and Mad Monster Party. Okay, now that we've got that out of the way, let's get on with this week's episode. What would have been our Texas Frightmare Weekend special turned into something pretty, 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 pretty amazing. If we do say so ourselves, welcome to Pitney and Amelia's Bitchin' Boutique. We may be awful, but But we're right. Actually, kind of drunk. (laughs) I mean, I'm not drunk. I'm not drunk. I don't get drunk anymore. I'm tipsy. Uh, I'm tipsy. Well, it is
1: Frightmere weekend, and we traditionally spend that entire weekend tipsy. So, you know. That's exactly
0: why I went and drank two pints of a very hoppy IPA tonight. So, yay, I'm jealous. And ate a burger. I know, but I, I we should probably explain yeah. to the people. So this weekend, not when you're listening, but when we're recording. <laughs> so this weekend is the thrice postponed Texas Nightmare weekend. This is what would have been May 2020, uh-huh. but is now September 2021. They're actually doing it. It has it has officially begun as of today. Oh yeah, it's um, going on right
1: now. Yeah, it's
0: going on right now. Uh, as of it is now uh, Friday night as we talk. So the the dance, the Overlook Hotel themed party will be starting in about. 45 minutes, Mm -hmm. you know, it's uh, it's exciting, but we are not there because we are not quite mentally and psychologically prepared to be in a crowd of a thousand people or so or more. No,
1: and I mean, like, uh, we were gonna go,
0: yeah, and then then remember,
1: and then we were gonna meet because we decided we didn't want to go to the con before COVID, yeah, or because of COVID. And then we were going to meet at another hotel in Dallas just to fuck around and have fun. Right. But then I decided that I didn't want to go because I was freaked out about COVID on a plane because my mom was freaked out about COVID on a plane because one of her friends had just gotten sick. Who's, a, who's in the hospital yeah. again as of yesterday, by the way.
0: Oh, God. But.
1: But But anyway, so and it it just
0: you know it just turned out that I mean, and we had already made that decision before, and like literally a couple of days ago, a friend of mine died. A Mm -hmm. fully vaccinated friend of mine died in nine days. Totally healthy, fully vaccinated. Only took her nine days to die. So, you know, we're not fucking around right now. Oh, yeah.
1: And I'm not going to get on a plane and go to fucking Dallas, Texas, the Uh, land of COVID. You know?
0: (laughs) And, and, and we, now granted, they are being, they are taking every precaution, Lloyd and co. They are doing everything they can to be as safe as possible. And one thing that I really kind of love is that they are absolutely requiring masks a hundred percent everywhere. Good. And, and part of it is that the hotel is requiring it, but mm-hmm. it is like no, you if you are in a common area at all, if you are anywhere but your room, you have a mask on. Good. And there's a lot of people, like, online who are being like, well, then I'm not going. It's like, well, no one's going to fucking miss you then. Whoever the fuck you are, no one cares that you're not coming.
1: Stay the fuck home. Stay the
0: fuck home. Exactly. You're exactly the person that we don't want to be there anyway. And that basically means that the only people who are going to be there are people who really should be there. Yeah. And... They, I mean, they have continued to add guests. It is going to be a great thing. And I just, every time they add a new guest that I'm excited about, I will post to that person, I hope you have a great time and you come back next year because we'll be there next year. Yeah, God damn it. Yeah. You know, uh, assuming the world doesn't end before then. You know,
1: and it's just kind of weird. Like, it wouldn't have even be fun for me, though, to go... With all the masking and everything. Because if I'm there, I want to drink and smoke all day. And you can't do that wearing a goddamn mask. Unless we're in our room by ourselves.
0: Yeah, it would really be the whole, like, being in the bar. I mean, we we spend most of the con sitting in the bar, the lobby bar. Yeah. Drinking beer and hanging out and talking to people. And you really... I don't know how that would work. I really don't know, know how that would work. I know it's just
1: weird and because of the the social political atmosphere in Texas right now surrounding all the masking stuff, I wouldn't feel comfortable there.
0: I think you know? because so many of the people are coming from outside and I think I think everyone who is going is very very understanding that I don't think the people who are actually going are being assholes. I think it's the people who aren't going who are posturing. Oh, I think that's yeah. I think it's it's probably people who weren't going to go anyway. Yeah. You know, it's like, "Oh, fuck you. Shut up." But but meanwhile, we're not there and we ended up doing something kind of awesome anyway.
1: Yeah cuz we in- are both on separate vacations. Yes. But kind of together. <laughs>
0: yes. And part of this part of this was uh part of this was my husband's idea. I was originally thinking, well, I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to have a vacation anyway. I'm going to drive up to Dallas. And then my husband was like, "You don't like to drive to Dallas." Like Driving to Dallas just to sit in a hotel by yourself is stupid when you can sit in a hotel by yourself here and not have to drive back and forth to Dallas. So as soon as he said that, I immediately, because I had thought I could do that, you could stay in a hotel there. Mm -hmm. And then I immediately thought when when he said stay in a hotel locally, all of a sudden it was, I know where I want to go. Yeah. I'm going to go to the haunted hotel in the middle of downtown Austin.
1: Yeah. From the hello, 1800s. Hello. That's where I'm
0: going to go. Like there was never a question. There was never a fucking question that I was going to do anything else. And as soon as I decided to do that, you started looking around for places that you could go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And you found a cool place. Well, I place. went through
1: all the Yeah, because I went through all these, my initial, because we talked about when we were going to get together in Dallas, that we were going to go to that old, was it the Marriott?
0: No, the Sheraton.
1: Oh, the Sheraton.
0: Because the Sheraton there was... Was where the was where Frightmare used to be yeah. before it moved to the uh, Hyatt region. Yeah,
1: so we were going to go there for a nostalgia trip, and I thought that was fun. So my initial thought when we decided that, you know, I wasn't going to fly out there, that I was going to stay at a con hotel in San Jose.
0: That's right near your house. Yeah. Where but all but the cons was, always were. Yeah. But it was
1: expensive. Yeah. It wasn't terribly exciting. And then I realized I wanted to bring the dog.
0: Right. So
1: I ended up, because I wanted to go to the beach, to to go to the dog beach. And I wanted to go to the Redwoods and bring the dog to the Redwoods.
0: Right. You wanted to make a little bit of a trip out of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so I ended up booking a room at... The Brookdale Lodge in Felton, which is right outside uh, Harry Cowell State Redwood Park,
0: which I'd never even heard. of, yeah. but I'm so fascinated now.
1: You know, and like Felton is just this little town in the middle of the redwoods between Los Gatos and Santa Cruz,
0: right? Like I, you sure know, there's three I little it hippie towns. The highway. Yeah. Right, you pass it on the highway when you're going to Santa Cruz. Yeah. Yeah,
1: well, you pass the road to it. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. And it
1: ended up being a very appropriate Frightmare place, in addition to being dog-friendly, and um, 10 minutes from the Redwood Park and 20 minutes from the beach, so hello.
0: And apparently it does have a bit of... Well... Because I haven't said, I haven't said what's, you know, well, I did say that the Driscoll is known for being haunted. Mm -hmm. Uh, This place in Felton also has a bit of a reputation.
1: Yes, and I didn't know that until I told uh, the fabulous Steve that that's where I was staying. Yes! And he was like, oh, I know that place. Me and my ex, Donnie, used to stay there all the time on vacation in the 80s, and I was like, wow, and he was like, oh, yeah, it was, it's real famous, and there's a, there's a, all these ghost stories about it, too. And I was like, no way, really. Like, you totally,
0: you totally picked the haunted place. I honestly
1: didn't know. I just
0: it's so thought annoying. it
1: was old and kind of cheesy, and that's why I wanted to stay.
0: Well, it almost makes it automatic.
1: You know, although it's all redone now. Right. Because apparently, oh, gosh, in... 91 or 92 or something, it burned down in a wildfire.
0: Oh, well, I guess, yeah, that part and of the And it totally, state. a yeah. lot of it
1: had to be rebuilt, and some of it is original, but all the room areas are all new, because it just burned down.
0: Like, the main lodge is still there, but the, yeah. but the guest rooms are, oh, yeah. oh, well, that's yeah. too bad.
1: and the cool thing about it, I, it's closed because of COVID, but they have a restaurant that is, it's a building, but the actual creek actually runs through the building.
0: Oh my God, I love when places do that.
1: But because of COVID, it's closed right now, and that's a real bummer.
0: Oh, that's, are you, can you, go, can you look? Can you, like, look in there?
1: Yeah, but you can't really tell what's going be, on. I
0: mean, it would be nice to at least see it. Oh, well. Anyway, (laughs) yeah, but the the
1: other, but the cool thing here too is they have an outdoor uh, beer garden. Ooh, and it is the the place to go for the nightlife in Felton and Ben Lomond.
0: Oh my God!
1: And apparently they've had live bluegrass there several nights a week since I don't know the sixties, the seventies.
0: Oh my God! And it's
1: still going on, so it's like the place to go on. Weekend nights. That's so when fabulous. You're living in these weird little hippie towns in the Santa Cruz Mountains. That's so <laughs> you know? awesome. Oh my
0: god. But oh my god, this place, man. This place is so crazy. And I am a little disappointed that I have not personally witnessed any ghostly activity. Although. Mm-hmm. Part of that could be because I am in the, I mean, when I say I'm in the newer part, I'm in the tower, Mm -hmm. but which is the addition, but even the newer part was built in like the 1920s. So it's a hundred years old. This part of the build, this is a hundred years old too. It's still, okay. You know, it's nothing in here is new. There's and it's weird because
1: I've year. seen that hotel a million times in person. I used to drive by it and walk by it all the time, but for the life of me, I can't picture it. I have no memory oh. of what it looks like. <laughs> is that it's,
0: weird? A, it's in the Romanesque style. Okay, it's I have you know, no it's very, it's it. It is most tranquil with its columns and its uh, <laughs> corbels. It's uh, it's fabulous. It's um, this cattleman uh, built it in the 1800s and uh, he only owned it for a few years until he lost it in like a poker game. Well, or he may have just lost it, period, but legend has that he lost it in a poker game because he was an idiot. But he is one of the people, There, there's a big, um, he, he apparently died before it became a really successful hotel, but there is mm-hmm. a big painting of him at the top of the grand stairway in the, in the lobby. And, um, he's one of the ghosts allegedly oh. that roams. And, uh, and he, but where, but he just, he just appears in the form of out of nowhere. You just smell cigar smoke. And See, that's it almost, kind of
1: exciting.
0: See, and that's what I was kind of hoping because apparently he's kind of a perv. And that's what I was kind of hoping for. I was kind of hoping for Colonel Driscoll because he mostly appears, quote, via you smell his stinky cigar, Uh um, in women's hotel rooms. Like, it'll just be a woman in her hotel room and then all of a sudden, she'll smell a cigar.
1: Well, maybe you need to like be in front of the mirror with some olive oil, massaging your boobs, and being like, well, "Ooh, clearly ooh. I'm." So I like am entice him, him to come.
0: I, I I planned. I have my glamorous loungewear. I'm wearing yes, a negligee and peignoir because I am I am lounging in my glamorous hotel room. Which I should say, this is not a cheap hotel. But I did not get the cheapest room in Mm -hmm. the hotel. I might have the second cheapest room in the hotel. But I will say that there are suites in this hotel that go for like $3,600 a night.
1: Oh, fuck that. I mean, I would love to stay there. I would never. Even if I could afford it, I wouldn't do it.
0: They're like 1,200 square (laughs) feet, though. I mean, one of them is the presidential suite, which is, which is, uh, decorated for the Johnson family. Uh-huh. It's like different rooms in the suite are, are done for LBJ and for Lady Bird. And, uh, then there's the Cattleman's suite, which has, among other things, a dining room that seats 16. I mean, it's, it's the size yeah. of a decent size apartment. I guess you rent you know.
1: it for parties, right? I would guess. Or
0: you're just fucking rich. I don't know. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I mean.
1: You're rich and you can fuck on the dining room table while you say, I paid $3,600 a night for this room. You know? You know? I mean, I
0: I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what other people, I don't know how people live. I don't know how people who have a lot of money live. (laughs) Me neither. I mean, I, I know that, that I was like, fuck it. I'm doing this. So I didn't want to get the cheapest room in the hotel.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because
0: fuck it. But I also didn't want to spend so much money that I made sure I was in the oldest part of the hotel. That's why I'm in the tower. But I mm-hmm. also, you know, I mean, you know. I Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a nice room. It's, yes, it is. I it's, can it's tell. Very, yeah. It's a very nice room. <laughs> it's very nice. It is very comfy. It's it's very it's but you know, but I uh, but I will say that um there are There's a surprising number of ghosts here. And one of my favorite things, and this is a a weird thing to be a favorite thing, but Uh there's a lot of women, there are a lot of brides who have committed suicide here. And yet there are there's so many people want to get married here and Uh. brides who (laughs) see the ghost of uh, like a bride ghost Uh they consider that to be good luck like if you see really a ghost in bridal regalia walking down a hall Uh that's considered good luck like Like people who come here to get married are really, really hoping that they see the ghost of the woman who hung herself in the bathroom. They really, and oh, my, my favorite was a woman who, um, in the, in like the eighties, she was engaged to some asshole in Houston who broke off the engagement, who told her he didn't love her anymore, but apparently didn't like, take his credit card back from her first. Uh-huh. Uh, she got in his car with his credit card, drove to Austin, bought like $10,000 worth of shit at the mall, uh-huh. like bought, spent so much of his money, checked into a really expensive room here.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um, I believe it was room 141. I looked it up. There's you can if you look on YouTube on the on the Driscolls the Driscoll actually has a YouTube channel that only has like four videos on it but one of them has a um, a guy giving a tour and he tells this story I believe oh, it was a hotel okay. okay she 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 went shopping went into went into the you know checked into the this room went into the bathroom. um one of the things she bought when she was shopping was a gun, uh, got into the bathtub,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and shot herself in the stomach, and just slowly died there.
1: And just went bled out in the bathtub.
0: Just bled out in the bathtub, and it, it, it took three days for anyone to find her. And no one <gasps> heard the gunshot because this is such a luxury hotel that these walls are like like 18 inches thick or something. Wow. So nobody heard a goddamn thing. And the story goes, she's a ghost here because uh, when res- renovations were being done on that part of the hotel, a bunch of women were just walking down a hall, um, going to the part of the hotel where their room was, walking uh-huh. through a section that they knew wasn't... That wasn't their room. Uh They saw a woman carrying a bunch of shopping bags. And they said something about like, um, they they said something to her and she said something back and they thought it was weird. They thought she seemed really sad. Uh And they mentioned it to someone else and they were like, no, no one's staying in that room. Cause they were like, I thought, no, I thought that was the part of the hotel that, that was doing the renovation and it, they didn't know the story, oh. but that was, that was the ghost of the woman. Cause that was that room.
1: Wow. And it was like, you
0: know, years later.
1: Did you walk by it?
0: <laughs> no, I, 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 that's one of the things I'm going to do tomorrow. I'm going to do a lot more wandering tomorrow. Cause today my wandering was to go to the museum of the weird, uh, which is uh. down the street. Um, tomorrow I'm gonna do one more wandering around the hotel. Oh mostly, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna try and scope out. It's like I I don't I don't want to be super obvious, mm-hmm. but I can't be the only person who comes here and like nonchalantly walks down certain hallways.
1: Oh no, I think you should I mean, totally room five twenty five
0: room 525 mm-hmm. room 141 I, I you know like I, there's certain rooms that I I think
1: you should take selfies next to the rooms where you can see the room number because why not
0: I, I know right I, I might have to it's kind. And of... they just knock on the door and ask the
1: people if you can come in. <laughs> oh
0: my god. Oh my god. And I really there's and it's like there's another one that's really that that's so cute that I just I love the idea of this one. There's this lady that used to work at the front desk like in the very very early days. Back when the front desk was in the middle of where the lobby is now. Mhm. And she apparently loved working here so much that Even now that she's dead, she still comes to work.
1: Oh. And she just
0: walks around in the lobby, apparently. And part of me just wants to kind of go down in the middle of the night and just hang out in the lobby. Just in case. Yeah,
1: because that'd be really interesting. I just,
0: you know, I just, I want to see a goddamn ghost. I've never seen Mm
1: -hmm. one.
0: You know, and, and I felt, of- I
1: felt them and I think I've seen one once. I mean, we talked about this on the show yeah. a couple times times. On our yeah, shows anyway.
0: and on other people's shows. We've yeah. talked about ghosts. Yeah. But it's yeah. like, I'm sure I'm very, I'm very jealous. And I like the fact that all the ghosts that are here are all, you know, they're not, you know, they're not malevolent. They're just, they're just here. Yeah.
1: yeah. They're not going to fuck with you.
0: Yeah. And I love the, like, if I, if I smelled, if I smelled cigar smoke. I would be just like, all right, Colonel Driscoll. All right. You want to show, you Isn't know, awesome? yeah, you should totally I would just, do a little. I would find it tea. so fucking hilarious. If I, start, totally if I, cigar smoke, I would just find that so fucking funny. <laughs> I'd be like, all right, you old perv. Oh, I would love that. I would love that. I would love it so much. <laughs> I mean, like, wow. Do you, do you, do you know anything about, the, the hauntedness? No, I did not
1: know that this hotel was allegedly haunted until Steve told me. Right. Like I said, I'd never even heard of it before. So he didn't know any of the stories specifically. But So I looked him up online. And, I mean, you can find them online. You know, Brookdale Lodge in Felton. Right. But apparently it was like a real big hoity-toity place where... Marilyn Monroe, Frank Sinatra,
0: wow, prominent
1: gangsters all stayed there back in the day. It was like a destination spot, which I had no idea. Oh, and, yeah. I, and I don't know, but being that they have, like, music all the time, my fantasy would be in the 60s. Maybe Wayne Newton sang there, but who knows? <sighs> you know?
0: Oh, Yes. You know. Yes.
1: But I didn't know that. But anyway, apparently the main ghost is the ghost of this little girl who died of consumption or something when she was
0: 10. Puppy.
1: Honey, no, no, no. This is not the place. No. No.
0: I guess he, he just, just heard, heard someone walking down the hall.
1: There was people walking down the hall and talking, and they, like, opened the door or something across the hall. And How, course, it's
0: exciting. Know. It's exciting for a puppy. So anyway, so,
1: oh, so what was I saying about the this Sarah, the ghost of Sarah, the little the girl. The girl who
0: died of consumption. Just say Yeah, that. so yeah. apparently,
1: yeah. So she died of consumption, and... I don't know if she was, like, I don't know if she was the daughter or the niece or something of you know, the owner, but she was, like, close to him and a prominent figure and somebody that spent a lot of time at the hotel, and allegedly she's still there, and you can see her from oh, time wow. to time, I and mean, you can see her hanging out at the restaurant and the bar, apparently.
0: Oh, yeah, there's a there's a ghost of a little girl here, too, the... the um a little girl who died falling down the grand staircase in the lobby. She was, she was her, she was bouncing her ball down the hall and she chasing after her ball. She fell down the stairs. And supposedly you can hear the ball bouncing down the hall all the
1: time. Uh, See, that would scare the fuck out of me because what is that movie that, that ghost movie with George C. Scott in it. It's real classic from the seventies.
0: Was that the changeling?
1: The changeling. Yes. That scene where that fucking ball bounces down the goddamn stairs.
0: Yes. That scared
1: the fuck out of me.
0: Because it's so normal. It's so fucking normal. Yes. Oh, my God.
1: God damn it. It's scary. But anyway, (laughs) but the other thing about this hotel, there's supposedly other ghosts in this hotel, but I don't know what the stories are. Right. But allegedly there was a maid. Who allegedly just uh, suffered an assault? Ooh! From <laughs> you know where my mic is going. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> I know the listeners are like, that's not funny. It's, like, it's only funny because it reminds us of someone. It's, only, it's not. No, it's not funny at all.
1: Suffered an assault from this ghost. That supposedly broke her nose. The ghost did? And she was slapped so hard across the back she had a (gasps) handprint. From a ghost? I don't know how much of that I believe. I can believe, like, maybe you can see the image of a girl or something, but I don't know how much that, but who knows? I've never had that experience, so who the hell's to say that it's not true, but supposedly in this hotel, this kind of shit is going on. And I'm actually looking on right now, and there's rooms, let's see, 2209, 1209,
0: and room 5. And none of those are, well, like you said, all the all the rooms were rebuilt anyway. Yeah. So you supposedly could you can be on the, the site of those rooms yeah. without knowing it.
1: That are really scary. And apparently room five, the mattresses would get flipped over. The sheets would get pulled off the beds with guests in them. The TV would go on all the time and there'd be the static like in Poltergeist. Ah! So again, I don't know. But apparently that, that happens in room five here. So yeah.
0: And you know, it's so weird, like, my my initial thought is, oh, it's not possible for a ghost to slap you. But if it's possible for a ghost to, like, move an object, then why wouldn't it be possible for a ghost to slap you? That's That's physically uh, yeah, affecting and, something. So that should be the same thing.
1: Yeah, and I've never, ever never seen anything history. like that. And I've never experienced anything like that, but I sure would be fascinated to.
0: Oh, my God.
1: And I know several people that have claimed to have witnessed stuff like that, but I think they're all loonies.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, the Bitchin' Boutique. Yes. Um, I think we need to give them a thing, Spike. We can give them a drop that they can plan out their yes, shows. Yes, I think we've uh, got to find some time and get get time I think we to do it that. Right now. I think we should do it right now. Look, I'll show you how easy it is, Spike. <laughs> Watch this. I'm just going to do it live. Okay, do it live. Like that bloke screams. So I'm just going to do it live. Watch this. Hi, this is Dr. Dan from the two Skeptical. Sh- I can't do it now. Look, I can't speak. Too much pressure. I'll try again. I'll try again. I'll try again. Take 52. Hi, this is Dr. Dan from the Two Skeptical Chaps Podcast, and you are listening to the most bitchin' boutique. See? That was easy, wasn't it? Okay. They could send us one, we could play it NAS. Yeah, yeah. Right, you do it. Yeah. Right. What you do you want me to say? Whatever, whatever comes to mind. Hi, this is Spike from the Two Skeptical Chaps podcast, who ain't no bitch, but you're listening to the Bitchin' Boutique. Oh, that was good! Well, I think I hope they use that. Let's see if they cut it and put it in next <an> <laughs> Diplomatic community. Oh my god, so like today, today my big thing was I ran down the street because one of the things I'm doing is I'm, even though I'm downtown in the city basically where I've lived for 30 plus years, I haven't really been been downtown apart from like coming down here to go to a bar or something or the theater yeah like I don't I don't really explore the city like I Mm -hmm. you know I live here but I don't go here you know so I'm treating Austin as though I don't live here and so I mean I literally was dropped off in front of the hotel I don't have a car I'm walking everywhere it's that's exciting though it's very cool so um, what? So so what I did today was I walked down Sixth Street, which I mean this hotel is right on Six, Six and Brothers, mm-hmm. and I headed down Sixth Street past all these, you know, God, all these bars that I used to go to. Oh <laughs> you know? yeah, back in the day. It was oh, like, yeah. Oh. But of course, everything's different in the day, and everything's yeah. different because you know hardly anything is the same as it was when I used to come down mm-hmm. here but i went to a museum that has been here for a long time and i've been wanting to come down it was a thousand times better than i could have ever imagined and that is austin's museum of the weird and when i say if you come to austin everyone this is a an absolute must see mm-hmm. You've never seen anything like this. it I mean, you, you know, you could go to your little Ripley's, believe it or not nonsense that is that is like ridiculous commercial bullshit, yeah, this is, you know, and I you know, you and I, Pitney and I have done the roadside roadside museum thing, you know, like the thing outside of oh, Tucson. Yes, oh, yes, we have. Yes,
1: we have. Oddities. We yep. love,
0: you know, yep. go, go pay a quarter and go look at the weird thing behind the wall. We mm-hmm. love that shit. This thing, I, I really did not know what I was going to see. It's way more. It is. I mean, they have a a a complete like wax museum dedicated to like Lon Chaney and Boris Karloff and Bela Lugosi and like there's like a big King Kong head and hands. There's like huge, just like amazing wax wax museum mm-hmm. of all like classic movie monsters there's a whole sideshow section that's all, um, some of it is some actual um, relics from sideshows. Some of it is reproductions of posters from sideshows. Some of it is just educational stuff about sideshows. Um, but But the first section, you know, it starts off kind of simple. You know, like, okay, here's a jackalope. Here's a Fiji mermaid. Here's uh-huh. you know silly little things. Oh, here's a fish with fur on it. Here you know, just silly yeah. things. But then but then you get into like a section where it actually has a sign up that's saying, okay, so like from this point forward, there's going to be like actual human remains. Uh-huh. So you need to like just like reminding people that they need to be respectful. Mm-hmm. and there's there's mummies in there and you know how I love mummies there's yeah, actually yeah. a mummy there's actually one of the guanajuato mummies in yeah. there there's a mummy from Egypt in there that is on loan from a from a professor who obtained it who they are back in the day when people would just find a burial in Egypt and just take whatever was in there and just walk off with it. Yeah. Without yeah. any And they just respect sell it on the or... black
1: market. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, yeah. And it's like, they don't know who they're. And so this professor is like, he obtained this body and there he's working on trying to fig trying to figure out where it came from and mm-hmm. who it is because he wants to return it. And in the meantime, it's going to stay right there. Yeah, And it's it's there for educational purposes about the fact that this happens. And it's going to be on display here until it can go home. And I do
1: remember going there to that Museum of the Weird one time. Really? With my friend Dick. Okay. And... um... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, But it was so long ago, I don't remember really that much about it but i do remember it was a lot more extensive than what i thought yeah and i remember thinking it was cool
0: and they and they had like shrunken heads like real shrunken mm-hmm. heads i'd never seen real shrunken heads before um all kinds of just amazing things but the thing that blew my mind have you ever heard of? Um, and I'm I'm just gonna guess you probably haven't. Have you ever heard of the Cottingley Fairies? Mm-mm. Or um a, 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 or something called Francis and the Fairy Ring?
1: I don't think it, so.
0: Okay, um, back in like the early 1900s, um, some girls playing with a camera took a photograph of like a girl took a photograph of like her cousin. With, like, fairies dancing around in front of her. Mm -hmm. And it was, like, this sort of, like, this infamous photo that, you know, I mean, it's over 100 years old. It's, for, you know, for decades, people were, like, studying this photo and arguing over whether or not it proved the existence of fairies. Uh... And when I was a kid... And, like, we've, you know, I've, I'm i sure I've talked on the show before about how when you're a military kid and you move a lot, um, it's very common that when you move, the kid's stuff, if you have too much shit, the kid's stuff is what gets tossed. Yeah. And so it was very common for, like, stuff that belonged to me to not make it to the next house. Mm-hmm. So there was there were books that I had that I have all these great memories of cool books as a kid that I, that I lost that I don't remember what they were called that I will never find again. And one of the most memorable things from one of those books was the story of that picture and the, that image in my head of that, of that photo. And I hadn't thought of it, in forever,
1: yeah. Because well, why would you? Yeah, yeah.
0: But it, but it was always something that was very, very cool to me. And you know, and I had, you know, like I said, no. And it, even if I, even if I did think of it, no one's, no one I'm ever talking to would ever know what I was. talking Wouldn't
1: know about. what the fuck. Yeah, yeah.
0: At some point last year, the owner of the Museum of the Weird bought at an auction the only existing contact print from the long dis- long destroyed negative of that photograph
1: see that's and you got to see it
0: i got to see the photograph
1: that's awesome
0: i almost shit myself uh, i'm like <laughs> I, I was going to ask like, you, did you cry? <laughs> I got kind of emotional. There was no one around. Like, it, Oh, that was another thing. People are coming in behind me in the museum. Everyone's just like passing me. I was like my grandmother at the Alamo. I'm reading every fucking plaque.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's I, me too. Everywhere I go. I'm, yeah.
0: I'm like, no, I'm coming in here because I want to see every single thing that's in here. Because I'm interested in it. Like, why are people paying the money to come back here to just quickly walk through it and not actually look at anything? I don't people understand. Are stupid. These... Because young oh.
1: people probably they probably don't even know how to fucking read nowadays.
0: Oh my god! Oh my god! But, but I, I, I and they I, they, I, they I, literally I, had it in like this dark. Oh wait, something's cubby wrong. hole. Hold on. Okay, I'm talking. Okay, about something's
1: right. wrong. And I can hear you through the speaker of the computer now, but not through this anymore.
0: Okay. It... I'm, yeah, you're, Yeah, I can tell uh, your mic. You... Yeah, it's not coming through your mic at all. So is your mic plugged in through the USB? Yeah. It literally oh, just, oh. oh shit. Okay, so long story short, the end of Pitney's USB cable just, like, snapped off. So we freaked out for a few minutes and then. We went right back to it. Back to the show. So the, the way it was displayed was like it was in like a cubby, like a dark box. And then it had like a plaque outside of it that explained the whole thing. And then there was like a button. And to make sure that you read the whole thing and then it explained to you if you wanted to see it. It had the picture, like an image of the picture mm-hmm. below it. But it said if you want to view the actual picture to press the button, but that the picture needs to remain in darkness because it's so fragile. But you can press and hold the button so that you can look at it. And I was almost too scared to do it because Uh. I was like, oh, my God, it's actually in there. Like, I was peering in there without doing the light because I could see that it was in there. And I pushed that button and I just, like, I just... Gasped. I was like, oh my God, it's so old. Because you can tell it's so fucking old. And I, when I got to the gift shop, I bought a postcard of that picture so I would have it. Oh, good. And it's like, oh. And it's just, oh my God. It just, it made me, it made my whole fucking day. Like, I don't, you know, maybe... Maybe I won't see a ghost the whole time I'm here this weekend, but I got to see the Cottingly fairies picture. And that is so fucking cool.
1: That's awesome.
0: Oh my God. I just hope everyone has something in their life that they could get that excited about. (laughs) Oh my God. My God. And I felt bad. I talked to every employee in there. I was so, I had so much fun there and everyone who worked there was so nice and so cool. And then when I left, I realized I didn't tell them I had a podcast because I totally intended to talk about it on the podcast. Oh my (laughs) God.
1: And those people would love us.
0: Oh my God. I totally would have, I didn't even think about it. I mean, like I knew I was going to talk about it on the show, but I didn't talk to them about it. I didn't leave anybody a card. And it it wasn't until I was walking back to the hotel that I realized, God, I'm stupid, but I'm totally (laughs) going to tag them. They have social media. I'm totally tagging them. Their social media person will be like, what the hell? But yeah, so, you know, so they'll maybe it's like, hi, I'm the weirdo that was really excited about the fairies. Oh, yeah. They'll (laughs)
1: they'll think you're fabulous. Yes, absolutely. I'm
0: the weirdo with the blue hair who was excited about the fairies. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah so let's check in tomorrow Yes. and we will swap if there's any ghost stories about our hotels
0: yes if we both have new new exciting information
1: and we will discuss the horror movie that we just watched together last night via sky
0: yes so, yes, because yes. we have that was that was very exciting because that's another thing we would have done if we'd been at Frightmare. We would have watched horror movies together. So we Skyped a movie last night together. We watched it together and we're going to talk about that when we come back. Yep. Yay. Yay. Because we're having technical difficulties. So we'll be back. Uh,
1: yes. in a
0: minute. The year of self-care. So, you know, this week, we're talking about spooky stuff and scary movies, and I thought it would be a good time to talk about being brave, but like the hardest thing to be courageous about for most of us. Me, definitely. Y'all know me. I'm not afraid to cry in front of you. I'm not afraid to tell you real stuff. I may not tell you my real name, but, you know, reasons. You know, the scariest thing, the thing that's probably hardest for me to do? Asking for help. Now, I love to help people. When someone needs something, anything, I'm there. It's totally my thing. But needing help myself? That's a level of vulnerability that I'm not exactly wired to handle very well. Realizing that I need help Admitting that to myself, confessing it to someone else, actually asking for help? Yikes. That's really hard to do, isn't it? But imagine being able to just do that. How much easier everything would be if you didn't suffer in silence and agonize for hours, days, weeks, Because you needed even just a little help. Or, God, what if all you needed was a break? A moment to breathe, to regroup, to fill your tank and start again. What could you accomplish if you would allow yourself to be less than perfect for just a minute, to let your guard down and ask for some help? So, here's what we're gonna do. We're going to get in the habit of saying what we're afraid of and why it's getting in the way of what we need. Something like this. I'm afraid that you'll think I'm not competent if I admit I don't remember how to access that application. I feel embarrassed to have to ask you this. Or maybe... I know there's a deadline coming up, but I'm afraid if I don't take a step back for a little bit this week, I'll burn out and I won't get my work done on time. And we're going to find a way to treat ourselves like we treat our cars. Assuming you all keep an eye on the fuel gauge and don't let it get down to fumes every time before putting gas in the tank. That's adding stress to your life. You don't need living like that. So, figure out where your fuel gauge is and how you know when you're at, say, a quarter tank. Let's start refueling before we're desperate. Let's not wait until we're losing our minds with stress before we do something about it. That's kind of what self care is about regular maintenance. As opposed to crisis management. And one last thing, remember how you love to help people? Well, other people love that too. They're waiting for the chance to jump in and help you out with that thing, to offer their services so you can take that much needed break. Let's make other people happy by letting them help us for a change. We can do anything, but we can't do everything. We can definitely do this. So here we are. We're back. We are back from our little break. For the listeners, it's been a moment, but for us, it's been a whole day.
1: Yes, it's been a whole twenty four hours.
0: Because we had technical difficulties.
1: And just so if this <laughs> if this part sounds different, I am using a different microphone right now. Yeah. Than what I'm used to using. Yeah. But it'll it be sounds, back to normal by the next one.
0: It sounds fairly normal to me through the Skype call, but that it never that is never a good indicator. As mm-hmm. we've learned. That's never a good indicator of what the yeah. actual recording yeah. is going to sound like. Oh my God. But yeah, so it's like a day later because we had technical difficulties last night because your cable broke. Because your your USB cable decided to just fucking break even though you weren't even touching it. It decided to just stop working. Oh, the whole tip
1: broke off. Yeah. The whole tip ended up breaking off, yeah.
0: Which is fucking insane. Which may or may not be the result of the ghost of a little girl that we were talking about. I would like Whatever. to think it is, but I, yeah, knows? I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And um, and 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 we were about last night. We were about to go into talking about the fact that we had the previous night, uh, skyped about a movie, but. Since an entire day has gone by, we will get to that in a moment. Yes, yes. Because in the day since the, the last segment, it's so weird. It's like time travel here. Um, also, last night I was drunk. I'm drunk again.
1: I, yes. think I, should, I think I should just go ahead and
0: mention that. Because it's my last night in the hotel and I went ahead and had dinner in the hotel bar and instead of having like a bourbon or maybe two bourbons i had three bourbons yes that is not normal for me oh no it's not they were delicious and i was i was just enjoying sitting there in the bar and i chose a table that you know, was in a good spot, and I have all sorts of stories about my moments in the bar, but I'll get to those. Yeah, uh, and I am drinking Lagunitas
1: Hopic IPA.
0: That's so exciting.
1: Because I, too, am on vacation, so yeah, yeah so there if you I can... go.
0: Yeah, I was drinking basically the same bourbon that I would be drinking if I was at home. But I was drinking it in a hotel, so I was paying top dollar for it. And it had a gigantic uh, ice cube in it. And it was in a really pretty glass. And I was drinking Ooh, was it,
1: it $45 a drink?
0: No, it was like um, $14 sing- for, for a single but remember, years ago, when I ordered a double bourbon and it was eighteen dollars, oh,
1: I sure did. And yeah. that
0: stranger at Frightmare was like, "Oh my God, you're paying eighteen dollars for a drink?" And I'm like, "How many beers have you had? And how much did you right, pay Right, right, yeah. <laughs> it's like, please, I'm having because that that night I was having one, but it was a double. Now these were single bourbons, and I had three of them. Now they were not double bourbons; they were singles. So really. It was only one and a half what I would normally have. So it's really not... I'm making a lot of excuses right now. I know, but you are not used to that sort of... No, I am not. And really, I didn't want to leave the bar in part, and I realize that I have other stories, but I didn't want to leave the bar in part because near me there was a, a very large group of very, very unfuckable men uh, that, um, I think I'm only guessing they might've been like the groomsmen for like a bridal party of like a, like a wedding party. Maybe I'm only guessing. I don't, I don't know, but there was like 15 of them and they were kind of obnoxiously dude and oh. they they really felt like they all went to the same frat.
1: And none of them were hot.
0: If they had been individually present at the bar, there were a couple of them that might've been kind of doable. That mm-hmm. might've been kind of cute. Like I might've hit some of those in, back in the day. Yeah, yeah. But no, not but like as a group, they be they drained each other of their attractiveness as as oh, a group. God. And they were so unfuckable that I because I, I had brought a stack of um of Driscoll notepaper as I'm holding up to because we're on a Skype oh, call God. right now, I'm holding up to the camera. Yeah. I brought a stack of Driscoll note to the bar in case I felt compelled to write anything. And I i didn't think I was going to write a poem, but I wrote a poem.
1: <laughs> because I was
0: so inspired... Well, okay! ...by the utter unfuckability of these men. <laughs> Shockingly unfuckable, that whole group. Individually, some are okay, but together they merge into an unfuckable mass just vile and bland and dickless and boring and I shall read this on my show because their bland dicklessness must be preserved for all time beware ladies, one of you is marrying the one in the blue shirt (laughs) (laughs) see
1: that's fabulous
0: Halfway down the page, I realized I wasn't even remembering writing it. That's how drunk I am. Uh, <laughs> but it's so fabulous because I can just picture it. You know, it's just like
1: stupid. Khaki pants. Generic. Generic men. Gen- generic white fucking straight guys. Yes. Like, who the fuck cares about them?
0: Oh, they're so you know, utterly, utterly unattractive. And so bland and and white and heterosexual. Yeah. And it's just like, guys, do better, you know? Some of you might have something more interesting in you, and you really need to do more to show that. Because you really shouldn't need to be so Chad-like, you know? Ugh. I mean, I had kind of, um, uh, because, because we were talking, uh, yesterday about, you know, the hauntedness
1: of mm-hmm. our hotels.
0: I, I didn't tell you this until we got on until we started recording. Cause I wanted to save it, but, um, I did make a point of doing a slow, uh, a slow stroll through this hotel today. Oh, um, first, I, I strolled the mezzanine level, which is where all the mm-hmm. ballrooms are, and the the famed um 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 um, um, um what's what's the guy's name? Um, shit! Oh, God damn it! I don't know. <laughs> oh, his name is engraved above the door. There's like the Jim hog room. It starts with an M, I think. Oh fuck! I feel terrible. I'm, I'm uh, drunk. Yeah, I don't. Have know. you noticed I'm drunk? Um, uh, it's uh, people can Google it. God damn it! It's, you can
1: fill it in in an obvious edit later, and it'll be funny.
0: Oh, that would be good. I could totally, I could totally just add it in later. That's a good, that's a good idea.
1: Yeah. So,
0: so in the blank the guy Maximilian. I do. It started with an M the Maximilian room, which is the guy who, um, was like the emperor of, uh, Mexico. I, I, I'm too drunk to know, but he bought, he, um, he commissioned all these glamorous, uh, mirrors to be made with his wife, Carlotta. Why do I remember her? Mm -hmm. Uh, her her bust to be uh made at the top of every mirror. People can google this. It's part of if you google the Driscoll Hotel, this is part of the hauntedness of it. Uh, yeah. I was I was horrified that the that the Maximilian room was locked. But I stood oh. outside the Mas- the Maximilian room for a long time. Hoping to get like a whiff of something. Because suppose Did you feel
1: anything or anything
0: not 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 there no uh but Uh, but apparently if you're in the maximilian room a lot of people mm -hmm. in that room will feel a hand on their shoulder or there's all these mirrors all on the room that have all been commissioned and they all have carlotta's bust carved um at the top of the mirror and the it's it's like mirrors on alternate sides of the room. So it's like barbers like a barbershop thing where you have mirrors uh-huh. reflecting into mirrors. And people will like look into the mirror and you see mirrors reflected back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And yeah. you see yourself. But then when you see into like multiple versions of yourself, what reportedly there are people who will see People reflected in the mirrors that are not in the room. Oh, which I was. God damn it! I wanted to go in there so. Oh, bad. I want to see that. I wanted I to go in there it. so bad, but I did go up to well, the I fifth floor. I bet it's
1: closed because it's true, and people be- get too freaked out.
0: Because yeah, exactly. That's why it's locked. I was I I did check the door, and it was locked. But Maybe. um, yeah, yeah, I did go up to the fifth floor which has multiple ghost things, which has not only the, the painting that is allegedly of the little girl who died falling down the stairs that I mentioned yesterday, Yeah. but also um, room 525, which is where multiple brides have killed themselves. Um, not the weird. one who shot
1: herself,
0: not the one who shot herself in the bathtub, but multiple brides have killed themselves in this, one room supposedly on the same day in different years that's weird and i just got to say to
1: all you skeptics no it is not coincidence it's i mean there is something in 525 and it is not coincidence and shut up
0: and i i did okay. i did stand for a while outside 525 and i didn't i didn't Feel anything weird and I did stand in front of the painting of the little girl and I didn't feel anything weird although god mm-hmm. god damn it that painting is creepy yeah I'm I will say sure. that painting is fucking creepy um but I will say this okay so when you get off the elevator um or off the elevator that I would have normally taken to go to my room because I'm in the tower, which is in the newer section of the hotel. Uh, I got Mm -hmm. off the floor at the fifth floor, which connects to part of the old hotel. So you get off the, off the elevator on the fifth floor, the eighth floor where my room was doesn't connect to the old hotel because the old hotel isn't that tall. Um, Oh, but when you get off at the fifth floor, it's obviously different because instead of going straight ahead, you could also go the other way and you could see mm-hmm. all these other rooms, which are the old rooms. And so I so it was very clear that I was like, OK, I'm going to make a point of walking all up and down all the hallways mm-hmm. of the old part of the fifth floor. Now, as I, I did,
1: was, no, none of the employees fucked with you though, right? It was totally fine.
0: I did see one employee, and I just said hello to him, and he was on his way to. He was a famous oh, so guy. It was he was okay, on his way okay. because they, you know, for all they knew, I was going to my room. You know, yeah, they didn't yeah, know what okay. room. They they don't check. You yeah. know, I'm I'm yeah. someone who's staying in the hotel. They don't know what room I'm in. Although I'm sure weirdos like me go to the fifth floor all the fucking time. <laughs> because, for reasons, you know, because we know. So, um, as after I went up and down every hall, and I was like, okay, it's time to head back to the elevator. I was a little disappointed that I hadn't felt anything.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, I'm heading back towards... Like, going back towards, like, okay, I'm recognizing paintings, and I'm, I'm turning back towards areas that I know, and I'm going back towards that part where I can go to the elevator. And as I'm walking down the hall, I'm thinking to myself, I, I start, because I'm wearing a mask, of course, mm-hmm. because I'm in a public area, um, I start sort of muttering aloud but quietly, like, whispering, hey. Colonel Driscoll, I know you're here. Mm-hmm. As I'm walking down the hall, I'm like, Colonel Driscoll, I know you're here. So I'm totally cool if you want to follow me back to my room. Because remember, like I said yesterday, I know he's a perv.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. And I totally wanted you to do a strip
0: tease. <laughs> Here's the thing. As I'm walking down the hall, there was a door that was open to like, it wasn't a guest room. It was maybe a maintenance or, you know, housekeeping type room Mm -hmm. that wasn't open when I walked by the first time. But as I walked past the lights went off and then came back on just as I walked. The door was open and they always say that Jesse that Colonel Jesse Driscoll. It's the two things is the smell of cigars and lights flickering off and on.
1: And I had just
0: said, Colonel Driscoll, I know you're here. And I, and you know, if you feel like following me back to my room, because I don't know if he comes to the tower. I honestly don't know if he bothers to come to the tower. I don't know if he's capable of coming to the tower, but I wanted to say something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. He may not be, because that's a, that's a ghost thing. You know, they can, they tend to be kind of trapped in certain, you know, areas.
1: Oh, that's interesting.
0: But I, as I'm walking down that hall, I'm like, I, it was right as I was leaving that part of the hotel. I passed that doorway, and that light went off and on for no goddamn reason. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm heading to the little steps that lead up to the level where the hotel where the um, elevator is.
1: Uh uh-huh.
0: And I'm thinking, God, damn it! Those lights just flickered for no goddamn reason. And there was no one in that room. There was no way. Well, you know
1: what he wanted? He wanted you to go into that room and do a little show and masturbate with a cigar. Oh, my God. That's what he wanted.
0: Because he's a pervert. He's <laughs> a Man's what he been dead for, like, over 100 years. And he's a perv. But, I, you know... If I could ever say that there, that's the closest I've ever cool had though. to a ghost encounter, possibly. But did you feel any sort of um,
1: I like, pressure on your brain or anything? I
0: didn't feel anything. All I saw was the lights flicker.
1: That's so interesting.
0: And it wasn't until I was past that doorway. Mm-hmm that I realized what I had just seen. Um. And I knew there was no one in that room. Cause I, cause the first thing that registered was why did those lights go off and then back on as I passed the doorway? Yeah. Because there was no one in there. Cause it was like a closet. Yeah. It was a closet with an open door and the lights were on and went off and then came back on. And there was no one in there. And well, he
1: was saying you who to you.
0: Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I think so. He couldn't do it in my own room. And because I was talking directly to him, I was like, yo, Colonel Driscoll, dude, come on, let's do this. Yeah.
1: See? There you go. Wow. (laughs) And I bet it's real. (gasps) I'm telling you, you know, if that happens once, the chances of being random are maybe eighty percent, but if it happens twice, the chances of it being factual are ninety nine percent because everything that skeptics believe is wrong, <laughs> and ghosts are fact.
0: I, I mean, somebody saw it. Somebody they saw. They are one of the only that. things I really believe is true. They really, really mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And as I, you know. as I said on the when we did our appearance on the Paranormal Burrito, it's like every culture everywhere in the world believes in ghosts. Yeah. If that's a coincidence, that's a really fucking weird coincidence. Everyone doesn't believe in vampires. Everyone doesn't no. believe in, you know, Gilman. Everyone doesn't believe in Bigfoot, but everyone fucking believes in ghosts.
1: 'cause ghosts are fact. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It's,
0: it's like it it what whatever they are, they're something. Whatever they are.
1: hmm
0: Yeah. And that may or may not have been my one Oh I
1: maybe.
0: wanted it so goddamn bad and I I think I got it. I think I got one. I think that I got my is ghost <laughs> <laughs> It's so
1: exciting. It's so exciting. Oh my, I didn't see you there. You really
0: spooked me. Just like my podcast, The Paranormal Burrito. We're a weekly podcast featuring a new guest every episode. So join us for fun and spooky stories. If you have a spooky story you'd like to share, email us
1: at theparanormalburrito at gmail.com.
0: The Paranormal Burrito
1: Your True Stories.
0: But speaking of ghost stories mm-hmm. what the very first thing we did which was the thing we were about to start talking about uh, last night when we had the technical difficulties was our first night our first hotel night uh, we Skyped Together, while we watched a movie together, we watched the movie Host, which oh, which we yes. had meant to watch months ago, and just it just never happened. So this was the first, the perfect opportunity to do that. Yes, and, and hold on
1: before we start, I'm gonna open another beer. Okay, and for all of you who are listening, Lagunitas Stereo Hopic IPA, it's fabulous. Go buy it.
0: It's, it buy sounds tea, good.
1: Buy two six-packs. It's fabulous. I'll be back in two
0: seconds. And I'm just going to drink my water because I'm drunk. <laughs> I'm so drunk. Okay. <laughs> what? Host, oh.
1: though. Host. I... What a great movie. I gotta say, I love that movie. I'm jaded about movies. Yeah. About horror movies, because I watched all of them. Yeah. That movie actually scared me. It actually got to me, and it actually scared me.
0: It's unusual for a movie to be actually original. It's unusual for a movie to be legitimately suspenseful. Yeah. I mean, it... I'm sure there's going to be a bunch of copycats. I'm sure there's going to be a bunch of people that are going to fail to do what Host did.
1: Oh, yeah, but, they, no, but this was so good. They can't do that better, no. Uh-uh. And what I really liked about it was that, when I was kind of going back to what I was saying before, the skeptics, they all got their asses kicked.
0: Oh, that, that is a good point. Although,
1: they although, all got their their stupid, non-believing asses kicked, and I love that.
0: Although, actually, the skeptics, the skep- the, the number one skeptic is the one who caused, who caused it all to, well, that you bitch. know, spoilers, whatever. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, and then everyone else was just scared to death, and then it was just yeah. like, oh, I'm so sorry that all of you were caught up in all of that, but. Um, we we should be very clear because, unfortunately, in 2020, there were multiple movies with the word host in the title, including the host and some other <laughs> things. But we're talking about host as in a shut, the Shutter original host. We have to be very, yeah. very clear that that's the movie we're talking about. We're talking about the movie that was... A bunch of friends on a Zoom call doing a seance via Zoom that goes very, very, very bad. And it's, God damn it! I mean, it's been a really, really long time. I mean, as much horror movies as we watch, as, as, as much as we love this shit, sometimes we love movies that really aren't that great. Honestly, I mean, we can admit that.
1: Oh, yeah, but I very rarely get scared. Yes! And that movie scared me. Yes!
0: <laughs> and that is great. Oh, my God. I, I, I mean, I was legitimately, the first time I watched it, the The fun thing watching it this time, because I had already seen it, and it was Pitney's first time watching it, and watching it on Skype... Um. I was able to there were times when I knew what was coming so I could like move my eyes from the screen of watching the movie to the screen of watching Pitney watching the movie Mm. and I could just watch without him knowing I could just watch him watching the movie and I could be like oh he's he's a He has no idea what's about to happen. He has no idea what's about to Oh, and could you see me reacting? Yes! It was so... Oh, yeah, because it it scared me, and I thought it was great. Oh, my God. It's like very few movies in a long, long time have been that suspenseful, have been that, like, anxiety-producing. And I like it because it was
1: like there was no... I mean, I like to say there was no. I'm sure there were some, but when you when I say this, you'll know what I mean there was no special effects, yeah, it was not like a special effect movie. It was just all fucking scary,
0: yeah all the all the effects that were done in it were done very simply. And my understanding was because it literally was all filmed like kind of via zoom, Mm -hmm. like every, every individual person, like the way it was made, um, they all had to kind of do their own part and they kind of all had to kind of handle their own shit on their end so that it would all work out. And yeah. I mean, they, I mean, certain people had to be taught how to handle certain things and apply makeup and, you know, do certain things. But yeah, there was some really fucking amazing shit that, I mean, I just, I mean, I don't want to spoil too much because it is such a spectacularly suspenseful movie Oh, yeah. If there is anyone who hasn't seen it, you know, I want to be able to talk about it, but I don't want to spoil the best shit about it. Because I I want people to be able to experience it without fully, without knowing what's coming. Because part of what's beautiful about it is that you're watching a Zoom call with multiple windows on your screen Mm -hmm. and your eyes are darting from screen to screen because you do not have any goddamn idea. The next thing that's going to happen, you don't know which person it's going to happen to. You don't know what, you don't know, you know. And multiple, like for example, it, it, it killed me how many of them had like say open doors behind them. And I won't say whether or not that's a thing, but it's unnerving. It's like, oh, my God, I was constantly, like, staring into the darkness behind certain people and just being like, something's going to happen. Something's going to happen right behind her. I just know. You know,
1: but I'm weird, though, because even in a non-horror movie, there's nothing that irritates me more than open doors.
0: I do, like, I do wonder is, how people, like, why would you have your back to a door? Why would you ever have your back to it, a door? It
1: infuriates <laughs> me. If you ever noticed, like, a lot of times the movies, they'll walk in the back door of the house. They don't shut the goddamn door. But there's often times their movies, they'll be, like, in their bedroom talking to their husband. I'll be in their bedroom doing this and that other. And, and if they have the door open, oh, it just irritates me because... Yeah. I have never, even when I live by myself, I never walked into my bedroom without shutting the door. Oh, maybe I, yeah. maybe that's a weird thing. Maybe that's just me. But open
0: doors freak me out anyway. Well, my childhood, I definitely was never in my room with the door open. I always, the door was always closed. Always, 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 always. And it has been like, my entire adult life of undoing closing every door behind me you know it's like there's a lot of that but like right yeah, now yeah. where i'm sitting in this hotel room i'm sitting in an angle where like the back the the weird angle of the dark the dark doorway that leads into the the little doorway that leads into the bathroom is behind me oh i
1: see that but that's just that's obviously like
0: But, but it is kind of weird you know, but the real door is over there and I can fucking see that. Like, I don't like to have my back to a door if I can help it, but that's just, you know, but there's, there's, I think some of us are more paranoid than other people. I think it's just like, who are these carefree people who, who don't think to turn on a light? Who are these carefree people who don't lock a door after they go into their house. Like, the, you go into your house, you close the door, you lock it. Like, who who are these people who have not a care in the goddamn world? And it's like, sometimes oh, when you're yeah. watching a movie, and you see someone, it's like, I guess there are people like that in the world. But it's not oh, me. God. I'm and You know, yeah. I'm not going to be and murdered in my f-
1: sleep. A whole episode of how much I hate open windows and open blinds and open curtains.
0: Well, that's a whole other thing. That's just a fear of natural light.
1: But that's a whole other thing, yes. But I will be driving down the street at night, literally, and I've done this with people. And I've been, like, driving down the street, and I'm like, look at that fucking asshole with their goddamn curtains open where you can see them sitting in the dining room. How disgraceful. (laughs) (laughs) I do. I think it, I don't know why. I think it's absolutely disgusting.
0: I don't know about disgusting, but it is kind of weird. Like, do they realize we can see them? There is something kind of weird about neighbors.
1: Do they think they are, that they think they have the right to have people look into their living room like think they're better than everybody else so you can see their couch or something. I
0: just think it's disgusting. I don't know if they think, I I think maybe they don't realize. It it does does make me wonder if they know that we can see them. Because sometimes there are people that are walking around in their bedroom Like, walking from, like, let's say their master bathroom, walking across their bedroom, and they are maybe not quite dressed. And it's like, do you... And it's nighttime. And it's like, do you know we can see you? Like, there are people who I think they... It does not occur to them that we can see them. But we are getting off topic. Because... Oh, yes. But anyway, But there is a certain unnerving presence of open bedroom doors into dark hallways in that movie Yes, that it it might just be some of us are automatically unsettled by such a sight. Oh yeah. (laughs) But I, I mean, I thought I was going to shit myself through the entire movie. And there, there's a lot of, there's a lot of that movie where nothing's happening but because there's, like, a doorway and darkness beyond that, I'm 100% sure something terrible is going on back there. Yeah. Because I can see darkness, and that means And that. I know. And
1: like, I remember noticing that, and often, most of the time, there is nothing that happens back there behind that open door. But the right. fact that an open door is there it's, causes that anxiety.
0: Yes, and we and, and, and that was yeah. a
1: really genius thing.
0: Oh my god! Yeah, it's beautiful, and it's you like know, and it really yeah.
1: does cause that anxiety. And yeah. we
0: are and by saying that we are not spoiling anything because because yeah, yeah. most of the time nothing's happening, but sometimes something does, and we are not telling you when it does and when it doesn't. So but, there you well,
1: go. Wow! Yeah, but that yeah, that's really interesting. And the yeah.
0: movie is like about an hour long. It really is because it like that's that's another part of the beauty of it is because uh, the Zoom call ends like at, yeah. like because like at the end, although I personally have been in Zoom calls where it's supposed to be an hour, but it extends past an hour. Maybe it's because uh, I, I cheat and I don't set things yeah. up the right way. I don't know. But it does end automatically and people are just sort of signed out, you know? But, yeah, but um, I've, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's a great movie. God damn
1: it, it's so good. But yeah, and it was so funny before you said it, I was going to say that too. I loved the movie. It was what, 66 minutes, I think?
0: Perfect. Perfect length. And
1: it was great. And I am so over this new thing within the last decade every goddamn movie has to be between two hours and 20 minutes and two hours and 30 minutes i remember the good old days where if a movie was over 90 minutes it's too fucking long
0: oh my god yeah 90 minutes was tops
1: yeah every movie used to be 90 minutes yeah and now all of a sudden every single fucking movie is two hours 20 minutes yeah or two hours 40 minutes
0: that's way too fucking long. And now, like, a I'm long sorry, movie is three hours, and it's like, yeah, oh my sorry. god, how many minutes?
1: If it's not The Lord of the Rings, yeah, it does not need to be more than 90 minutes and shut the fuck up. I don't care what it is. Yeah,
0: yeah if it's not Avengers Endgame, then shut the fuck up.
1: You know, unless, of course, the new Hellraiser movie... Is three hours and twenty minutes, then that's okay.
0: <laughs> I guess. Okay, if it's, I mean, if they promise it's a good one and not a bad one, <laughs> I mean, is Skinless Julia in it? <laughs> oh. If if it's one a three hour know. movie with Skinless Julia, then okay, maybe. <laughs> Because it, oh, if I'm just sitting through three hours and there's no skinless Julia, what is the fucking point? Well, that's true. I mean, come on.
1: You I know, Or I'm like gonna... the whole the whole first movie, which is just that ugly actress fucking men and then killing them. And then you get like five minutes of scene of action in the whole movie. And somehow it's classic. I don't understand.
0: Ugh. Oh, my God.
1: I don't understand. Oh, oh, my
0: God.
1: But anyway, anyway, Hellraiser started with Hellraiser 2.
0: Pretty much, yeah. Hellraiser <laughs> 1 was just the <laughs> prelude to Hellraiser 2. It exists only yes. to set up Hellraiser 2. That's all. I yes. Have. We have a whole episode about Hellraiser. <laughs> well, at least Hellraiser 1 and 2, and a little bit about the rest of it. But, oh,
1: I could go on about all of it. Then I later. know, but I've Anyways. only seen
0: I've only seen the first two, so they're really Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, I'll have to fly you out and we're going to have a whole weekend. Yeah.
1: Thanks for listening. If you enjoy our show, please take a moment to rate us and
0: review us on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. If you send us a screenshot of your review, we'll send you a Bitchin' Boutique sticker. Everyone Everyone loves loves stickers! stickers. Please
1: subscribe or add us to your favorites wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Subscribers get new episodes first and are also more attractive. Drop us a line anytime at pitneyandamelia
1: at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you!
0: I've been um, exposed to nothing but strangers for the last three days I'm kind of amazed by how how many strangers women mainly uh, can't get enough of my hair oh that's so great even old ladies even like old ladies which I think is kind of cute because it's like a kindred spirit thing of like old blue haired ladies I was gonna say, is it
1: the color? Is it because you curled it? Like what is it?
0: I you know, I mean my hair my hair was pretty fucking banging today. I mean, I will say Mm -hmm. that. But like everywhere I go, it's like, oh my god, your hair is so beautiful. Oh my god, your hair is so cool. Oh my god, the color of your hair is so gorgeous. Like everywhere I am. And it's like I've been stuck inside my house for a year and a half.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) Now, granted, I only just recently recolored my hair because I kind of haven't been wasting the the hair color. (laughs) But it's like, it's kind of nice that like, strangers think my hair is cool, which is nice.